Silver Star recipient and Army veteran John Wayne Walden talks about his beverage company, Live to Give. Coming up next, I'm Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. In 30 years as a Navy Federal member, I've had many loans with them. And now, by refinancing your auto loan with Navy Federal Credit Union, you could have more money in your monthly budget. Navy Federal, members of the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. All right, we're talking to Army veteran John Wayne Walding from Live to Give. So, John, I appreciate you being here today. You got, you got a phenomenal story we'd like to hear. Um, before we get to talking about business and entrepreneurship, what you guys are doing with your beverage company, Live to Give, take us back and tell us what you did in the Army. Well, uh, Joe, thank you for having me today. It means a lot, you know, for what you're doing to veterans and spreading the words. And so it really is, you know, I never take the invitation lightly to have people come in and, and, and want to hear, you know, I'm just a redneck from Grosbeck, Texas, man. And so the fact that you wanted to, to have me on, I appreciate that. And, and my military service was, uh, it wasn't too long. It was only about 12 years. And, and, uh, majority of that I spent in uh, third special forces group, uh, um, Started off on ODA three 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 six, and then um, lost my leg in two thousand eight. Well, I didn't lose the leg; I had accountability of it. Right, Army is a big deal on that. And I was like, <laughs> I got his charge, right? Uh, it just didn't work anymore. But uh, after the amputation, I uh, became the first amputee to graduate uh, Special Forces Sniper School, and so I worked at the Sniper Detachment after that, uh, pretty much until I got out of the military uh, in two thousand thirteen. Wow, that's incredible. Um, and, and I, I know, I know how, I don't know how much you want to go into it, but I know, you know, you did, you did end up losing your leg and you you're able to keep the fight going to the enemy for like four hours after that happened. So, uh, probably, right. probably a, a different time for a different story. Um, I just wanted to throw that in there. So, um, and you know, there's a whole lot more to that, to that story than, uh, than you mentioned. Yeah, but. it was a, it was a long day at the office. You know, I'll, I'll just give the bullet points real quick, you know, about 15 green berets along with 60 Afghani counterparts went up to pretty much 250 Taliban fighters. And after six and a half hours, 70 danger, close airstrikes, there were two medals of honor awarded the air force cross, eight silver stars, eight purple hearts. And we won. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, okay. and the best statistic is zero American killed. That's the best statistic of them all. Wow, that's outstanding, incredible. Yeah, but thank thank you for uh, thank you for sharing that. So, um, as it came time where it looked like you were gonna you're gonna be medically retired out of out of the army, um, talk about what your transition was like. I mean, you, you'd obviously had some phenomenal experiences in the army, um, twelve plus twelve plus years in the army. What what were things looking like for you as far as transition? Well, to be quite honest with you, Joe, it was, it was terrifying, yeah. right? As, as a, uh, um, not only, a, you know, a special forces soldier, but how about being a husband and a father of two kids, mm-hmm. you know, and I only have one leg and a lot of baggage of being deployed, right? It, mm-hmm. That comes with that. And uh, to get out was something that was a very terrifying thing. You know, how, not only how am I going to walk, but how am I going to, you know, provide for my family? Because I was the only you know, a source of income whenever we were in the military, my wife uh, stayed at home and she actually, you know, to this day actually still homeschools our kids. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I was very blessed and fortunate to have a lot of benevolent agencies helping us. You know, I'm a very big advocate for, you know, Green Beret Foundation, Sentinel the Freedom Program, a lot of these, aid, which, by the way, which is what Liberty Gives all about, right? Yeah. You know, that's kind of where the, the genesis of all this started was, you know, I know firsthand the, the true impact that these charities have on veterans and first responders' lives. And uh, Sentinels of Freedom was the one for the transition that really was the quarterback that that uh, got me across the goal line and, and uh, helped me get to Dallas, Texas, where I am now, and get, you know, into the house that I'm in and, and provide me a network of people um, that just truly, you know, by that, no handouts, right? I wasn't sitting there with my handout saying, give me, give me, give me. But mm-hmm. uh, the only thing that they gave me was opportunities. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I want veterans to know that, that the, the world doesn't owe you anything, buddy. You know, you, you signed up to serve, you know, however you do deserve an opportunity and it's up to you to do the best with that opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes, um, I, I'm not sure exactly what, what the situation was you were in. You had a lot of agencies helping you. Was it because they found you? Um, and you were willing to accept their help or whether it was you went and found them because you were looking for help. But that's a very uh, important point as far as veterans getting out and the transition process is there's a lot of agencies out there, a lot of, a lot of uh, great folks willing to help you, but sometimes you have to go find them. Sometimes you have to go ask for help and then you have to be willing to accept their help. It doesn't mean you have to do this completely on your own, hundred um, percent. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, you're not looking for that handout. Even if it's a hand up, you still got to be looking for the hand reaching down to you and you got to be willing to grab it and, and, and help yourself get up there. So can you talk you know, a little that's bit a perfect about thing. it? Is, it's not a handout. It is a hand up, yeah. right? That's, that's what the, you know, you know, these, there are just a absolute vast majority of Americans that love what we do for our country, right? They love the fact that we serve and, and they truly do want to help. And, and uh, to your point, one of the most manliest things you can do is ask for help, you know, and, and I really wish that, that, uh, in our community, you know, the deal uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, pride is a heck of a thing and, and, and you need to get over that and, and, and ask for help yeah. because at the end of the day, you know, as a green beret, how does that transition into corporate America? It doesn't, <laughs> you know, on, on a resume, but problem solving and, and the, the work ethic that you have to build to not only do what I did, but same thing, what you did, that's what transitions and people can help you learn that uh, if you just ask. Exactly. So talk a little bit about the first couple of things you got involved in job wise or career wise uh, as you, as you came out of the army and went back to Texas. Yeah. So back to the transition, you know, it was a terrifying thing and I did move back to Texas and, and, and it was a, um, you know, I didn't roll right into a job. Quite frankly, I had to, you know, go out and find one. I, I did have a network to, that Sentinels helped me out with, but uh, you know, my wife and I. It was funny. We kind of got into an argument at one point because every morning I left the house. I didn't have a job, <laughs> but I left. And she said, "You know, where are you going?" I'm stuck there with the kids, and I said, "Babe, for my entire adult life, you know, I did 6:30 PT. Right? I got up and I went." And I left the house. I said, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to keep moving. And at one point, it's going to find me somewhere. <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what happened. And you know, I met uh, Chris Kyle, the American sniper, oh, you yeah. know, the Navy SEAL. Oh, yeah. I was uh, murdered. Uh, I was the lead. I ended up being the lead instructor for his company. You know, and, and uh, from there, obviously working. And obviously, after his death, I uh, started my own company. I started a, a gun company called Five Toes Custom. 
<laughs> you know, I always say that was my middle finger to the Taliban. You take my leg, I'll name my company after it. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, it did great. I, we had, you know, I had a place where we were hiring vets. I had a Navy guy and two Marine or a Marine and two Navy guys working. And, yeah. and uh, I was fortunate enough to sell that. And, and that's whenever I started um, Gallantry Global Logistics right now is, is a shipping company that our purpose is to hire vets. And, and uh, why we're on here today, you know, uh, a friend of mine, Zach Smith, reached out to me about uh, a product where when you buy something, you give half back to veteran first responder charities. And, uh, man, I just, well, I was all in, and, and that's what ultimately became Live to Give. And, Joe, I'm so excited to see the amount of good that we're going to do just by selling water. You yeah. know, think about that, right? Yeah, um, interesting. I always like to say numbers that Smart Water sold $800 million in revenue last year. Uh-huh. imagine if we gave half of that away, like what live to give planning to do, right? Every bottle you buy from us, we're giving half the net profits to veteran and first responder charities. That's just what we're going to be all about. And I, I keep going, what, you know, all the good that's going to happen with that. I'm just so excited to be on the team. Wow. That's awesome. Well, Hey, we're going to, uh, we're going to take a quick break for sponsorship and, uh, and we're going to be right back. So let's stand by. Okay. In my 30 years as a Navy Federal member, I've had mortgages, personal loans, credit cards, and auto loans with Navy Federal. It's always great doing business with Navy Federal because they understand the military mission and the needs of the military family. If you're looking for ways to save more each month, look no further. Navy Federal Credit Union offers members great ways to lower their interest rates and save more. By refinancing your auto loan with Navy Federal Credit Union, you can have more money in your monthly budget. You'll enjoy low rates and flexible payments and terms, plus... When you refi your auto loan from another lender with Navy Federal, you'll get $200. Members save more when they refi with Navy Federal. Enjoy low rates and flexible payments and terms. It's easy to drive off and save. At Navy Federal, members of the mission. Apply online or via the mobile app. Visit NavyFederal.org to learn more. Terms and conditions apply. Insured by NCUA. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Refinance loan must be at least $5,000 to be eligible for the $200. All right, we're, talk- we're back talking with John Wayne Walding, uh, Army veteran and from the uh, Live to Give Beverage Company. So, John, uh, before the break, you were talking a little bit about how Live to Give uh, got started. Take us back and tell us uh, how you met Zach Smith and what that story was where you guys came up with the idea for Live to Give. Well, I always like to say that uh, Live to Give started with tacos. You know, we're Texans and we love our tacos. <laughs> and I was having uh, uh, tacos with a good friend of mine, David Baum, that uh, – He's a owner of Louisville Autoplex and come to find out that's where Zach bought his cars too. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I firmly believe that God put us together, you know, because Zach reached out to David and said, Hey, uh, let's go have lunch. He said, well, I'm having lunch with this green beret guy. You might want to meet him. And, and that's whenever we started talking and he told me what he was wanting, you know, his idea. And, and, uh, he asked me if I wanted to be involved and, and I, you know, I, I actually told him I, I didn't say no, but I said, let me think on it for a little bit because I'm the type of guy that if I say yes, I'm going all in. Right. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, prayed about it, talked to my wife and, and, uh, came back. And it's funny because whenever I came back to him to tell him I wanted to, you know, partner with him in the company, he'd actually moved from Alabama to Dallas here. Cause after meeting me, he said, yep, that's the guy that would, that, that we need to do this. So he knew, you know, that, that we were going to do this. And, and uh, before you knew you were in. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knew before I knew. And, and, uh, so that's whenever the work starts, right. Oh, yeah. We were very fortunate that a good friend of mine is uh, Larry Young. He's the former CEO of Dr. Pepper. And, um, 
I asked Larry, I said, Hey man, you got an idea about this? You know, we went to lunch and, and we were actually thinking energy shots, you know, the first time and, and uh, Larry was like, he said, you know what? You need to do water. It's the cheapest to make everybody drinks and it won't kill nobody. <laughs> said, Larry, that's why you've been doing this for 30 years. Right. You know, but, uh, we, we, you know, started doing water and, and, uh, I think it was a great idea. You know, it's reverse osmosis water with electrolytes and minerals added back, you know, today. so it is the enhanced water. It, it's oh, a great okay. water. You know, we want the consumer to sacrifice nothing. That's our job. That's what we're going to do. We're going to give you the same price, the same product. You just know whenever you move your hand three inches to grab our bottle, live to give that we're going to change lives. And, and, uh, it's been a heck of a road. There's a lot of, uh, learning that comes with dealing with, you know, uh, brokers and, and buyers for different, you know, uh, C stores and chains and, and things that, yeah. that, you know, on the battlefield, we don't have to deal with. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the business aspects of basically starting a bottled water company? Yeah. So it was, uh, a lot to learn. We, we, a good friend of ours now that Dave Evans, a, you know, Marine, great, great uh, American. He's at water source one. We know we, we reached out to him uh, through Larry's uh, uh, contact and, and uh, kind of has been our Yoda, you know, right. He's been uh-huh. showing us the ways of the force and uh, through that, finding the right co-packer, right. The right bottler that uh, is going to be able to do that for us. And, uh, we were very, very fortunate enough to meet Seaforce uh, Bottling Company, which is owned by Chuck Norris. So how cool is it to say John Wayne's water is made by Chuck Norris, right? Wow. You know, uh, but they make water. They have their own water, which is more of a spring water. It's not like ours. So we do have a different product than them. And, and uh, they've just been a great partner. And, and uh, yeah, that, that's that's where we got where we are today. And, and uh, I was doing a radio interview. You know, at that time, we really hadn't – we were only on Amazon, which, mm-hmm. by the way – we sell probably the worst product that you can on Amazon because water is heavy and it's cheap, right? So you can't, you know, nobody's going to spend, it really costs more to, to ship the product than it does to make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were trying to get into C stores and other uh, uh, different, you know, grocery and things of that nature. And, and I was doing a radio interview and I said, you know, man, it really it feels like it's easier to fight the Taliban than it is to get in a grocery store. <laughs> and uh, Andy, a guy that owns a few 7-Elevens, he heard me on that radio. He said, you know what, we're going to give these guys a shot. And he gave us a call that day. And uh, from that day to now, we're in over 100 7-Eleven stores, and we're in a lot of third-party stuff from gyms and dealerships and of that nature. And so we just got a great you know, success record. And this, by the way, it happened all through COVID. You know, so the fact that we couldn't get into a lot of grocery stores because of COVID happening, you yeah. know, we still did get into 107-Elevens and still there, right? That's the big deal. Uh-huh. And so we're, we're excited to see where we go once the world kind of gets back to normal and we can have these, you know, line reviews and, and uh, meetings that uh, we're winning, where we're wanting to have in February, March, April. Yeah. So, um, so you guys just got started. You really officially got started uh, probably somewhere around the first of this year then. Making water, yeah, November of last year uh-huh. is really when we had a bottle of water. You know, there was honestly about a year and a half of uh, uh, process that went into this. Mm-hmm. You know, we were very fortunate to raise the money that allowed us to do that, you know, with uh, some investors that we knew in, in the Dallas area. And um, so that for about a year and a half, it was all product design and, and where is it going to be and what's the logo going to be, what's the, you know, 
all of the stuff that you have with the business, right? The charities, you know, what charities are we going to deal with? It was very hard for us to, to find, quite frankly, a, a law enforcement and first responder, you know, charity that's national. You know, is the one uh, charity that does, you know, that helps both firemen, EMS, and and law enforcement to, to to find one was was a lot harder task than we than we thought. But we did find one with Chive Charities. They were very, uh, they they've actually been a great partner. We're we're very very lucky to be partnered with them. They're doing great things, and and so uh, finding the charities was you know another big process. But yeah, November of last year really is when we had bottle and water and and started uh, started hunting for for business. Yeah. And as far as finding the charities and the nonprofits that are out there doing the right things, you said that was a hard process. So, um, I mean, cause there's a lot of, uh, veteran and first responder nonprofits out there, you know, you can almost, you can't really swing a dead cat without hitting one, but can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about maybe, um, what you found, uh, you know, looking under the hood, um, in screening some of these, uh, nonprofits as far as, you know, maybe they weren't being run properly or you, how you vetted them to make sure you were finding the right ones? Yeah. Then, you know, I'm glad you asked me that question because that's, you know, transparency is what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. That if I don't have transparency to give you that faith that what we are doing is good, this is never going to work. Right. And uh, so I was very, very adamant about making sure the right partner, you know, we had a lot of, uh, of guidelines that we needed to meet, you know, uh, first one that had to be national, so we had, you know, because of who we, what we want to do, we wanted to make sure that we can help somebody in New York, just like we can help somebody in Arizona. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was one thing we, we wanted to make sure that the overhead was below uh, 15%, you know, from the business side, you know, you can't do anything for free. You got to hire people to work on the business. You know, that charity is a business. A lot of people need to realize that. Right. And uh, so we wanted to make sure that the, the overhead, you know, all the goods and services that products and services were, were 85% from what they gather is going back to the troops. Right. We wanted to make sure that, 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 that was happening. Um, and obviously it has to be in our wheelhouse. We, 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 we can't build pup, you know, we can't raise puppies for you and we can't, you know, cure homelessness or anything like that. But if it's a veteran or first responder, you know, uh, so the three that we, you know, to that point we went with, um, Holds of Honor was a great organization that they're actually kind of neighbors to us. Uh, they have a chapter here in Dallas. And uh, if you're not familiar with them, they give scholarships to children of the fallen and wounded. Yep. You know, and so that was the, they're, they're a great, great uh, uh, partner for us to have. We're very fortunate to be partnered with them. Chive Charities, like I spoke about, they were the, uh, the law enforcement and, and fire and EMS. You know, they do three things, veteran first responder and rare disease kids with rare disease. And we work to deal with them where all the monies that we contribute to them is going to go to the law enforcement, you know, uh, firemen and EMS side. Mm -hmm. And again, they're a national brand. They're a great uh, thing. And then task force dagger was another one that we were very, very fortunate to get involved with. Uh, They're a lot, they're a little lesser known, but they're the nine one one for special operations, you know, as, as, Mm. as obviously with me being in the special operations field, you know, all the battlefield, you know, uh, that we don't know about, right. Is, is fought by them. And, uh, there's a lot of capability gaps that, that, uh, the special operations soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines have Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, need the help. And so those are the three that we went with. And, and, uh, ultimately, you know, we're actually talking about starting our own foundation to help to make Mm -hmm. sure 
Uh, there's a lot of, you know, not to get long winded, but there's a lot of legalities with having these uh, partnerships. It's called a corporate co-venture agreement yep. that we have to have with every charity in every single state. But the 150 agreements that, that we have to make sure is good. So what we're going to do is roll that into, we're going to have our own charity. The relationships are pretty much going to be the same. And uh, if there is something on the outside that we can help with, we're going to be able to do that. But, uh, but that, that's in a nutshell, kind of how we went through the, the charities. Yeah. Uh, thanks for going into you know, explicit detail like that, because I mean, some of that, some of those things you mentioned are very valuable and when people start coming up. Yeah. With we didn't know, you know, like with yeah. the corporate core venture, man, and that's right. 150, you know, every single state. And by the way, that's something they have to do, not us, mm-hmm. you know, so from a business, you know, we're the ones that get in trouble if they don't do their, you know, their due diligence and, right. and uh, you know, they're, they're charities, not lawyers. Right. And, <laughs> and so anyway, that's why we're going to just start living to give foundation. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So, now that you guys are, are up and running and, and you, you're, you're in a lot of stores, especially 7-Eleven stores, um, mm-hmm. what are some of the biggest obstacles you guys are still facing? Is it basically just trying to expand more and get into more stores, or are there other things that are standing in your way? Yeah, I won't talk about the obvious COVID, right? We know what happens whenever the world shuts down. So uh, <laughs> yeah. that that's to be, you know, we already know that. But uh-huh. from the business side, uh, from that really distribution, right? That's the big deal. So there's, there's two types of models that a lot of uh, people don't realize there's the direct to consumer model, mm-hmm. right? Like a black rifle coffee that, that, you know, you're not really going to go into a, a Tom thumb or a Kroger and get it, but you can buy it online. Right. You know, that's the direct to consumer type of uh, uh, strategy. And you have the traditional, you know, retail strategy where you can go into a grocer and into the other, uh, you know, thing on a national level. And when you are on that traditional side, the distribution is that honestly, that that's the, that's the business, right? If you don't have the right distribution to get, yeah. you know, to a, an all subs in New Mexico and to a, a quick trip in Dallas, right. It, it, it's not going to work. And so finding the right uh, partner from a distribution aspect has been a big uh, challenge for us, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're not big. You know, uh, we are startup, small business, and we do have a lot of success right now, you know, but, uh, you know, from the beverage side, a hundred stores, quite frankly, is nothing, right? When you think of the 11,000 stores that, that yeah. just 7-Eleven has, you know, all, and nationwide. And so uh, that's one of the, the challenges that we're having right now is finding a distribution partner. And as far as distribution partner, um, like, for example, instead of you kind of had a unique opportunity when the Seven Eleven CEO heard you on the radio, but um, or, or somebody that worked for Seven Eleven heard you. Yeah. So it, it's one thing to try to hit if you're like, oh, I want to get into Seven Eleven. So you think I'm going to go straight to Seven Eleven, or and right. then I got to then I got to go to Quick Trip to get into Quick Trip, and then I got to go to this grocery store to get. But distribution partners, um, there are companies that already distribute to all of those places. Well, and that's the big point I'm making, yeah. right? Because so you, if you do have that, right, right. Because when you do go to like Athes is a perfect example right now, right? Uh, mm-hmm. What better place to sell more water than Athes, right? Right. <laughs> right? And, and uh, but Athes works with a certain distributor, you know, distributor that we don't have right now. So we have to, you know, just because they may want their product, the business side behind that needs to add up as well, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just one example of many other people that we're talking to. You know, this chain likes to use McLean where this chain likes to use, you know, a different company. And, and uh, so we're talking to Benny Keith and some other people right now, 
that, that distribute, uh, one is quite honestly willing to take a smaller company like us that, uh-huh. you know, that, uh, is worth the, the squeeze for them. And, and two, it gives us the ability that when we do go to these chains to say, Hey, look, we're already being distributed by this person. Right. Oh yeah. Well, they already come here anyway. You know, it makes it easy for them. So McLean, um, you mentioned McLean. There's actually a McLean distribution center right near my house here in Kansas yeah. City. So I'm familiar with them. Like McLean, for McLean, for example, I didn't realize this, but somebody told me a, a huge amount of all, all they do is supply all the stuff that goes into a convenience store. So if you're a convenience right. store owner, you don't buy you don't buy all that stuff inside the store from a mm-hmm. hundred different companies. You buy from like one or two, and one truck right. shows up and, and throws in everything. Right um, is, is how it works. So absolutely, yeah. And, so and we're, I'm learning that on the fly, by the way, you <laughs> yeah, know, and yeah. you know, to your point, right. All subs may not use McLean to where, you know, they use this person and, and there are, there are a select few and uh, finding that process is it's been fun. You know, it's been challenging. Look, I've been shot at, right. It, it, this is, this is an easy day. And, and uh, we just got to, you know, roll through the, the punches and, and uh, keep the ball moving forward. And, and uh, we're going to get it. Look, I keep saying, Joe, we're going to, do a lot of great things. You know, the, what I think is so unique and it's not that we're giving back. There's a lot of companies that give back, but what I think we're doing is we're allowing everyday Americans, the ability to give back daily, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear a uniform to serve. Everybody buys water. Everybody goes to the store, you know, and can afford a dollar 50 water, a dollar 80, depending on whether it's a one liter or 20 ounce. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I just truly think that we're going to do so much good, you know, just by selling water. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, so, so if somebody wants to look up, uh, live to give, um, other than trying to find you in a store, uh, how do we find live to give and, uh, how do we, how do we find your products? Yeah. The easiest way is Amazon, right? We, we, uh, are nationwide on Amazon. So uh, go on there and, and, uh, obviously you can have it shipped to you, uh, to your house and, and, uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, you know, it's go on our website. Actually, if you want, uh, that we, we have a find me, page with a map that has all the different stores that we're in right now. And, uh, and yeah, that's where you can find us. Okay, great. Um, so John, if you're talking to you in this entrepreneurial game, if you're talking to somebody that's looking to get out of the military, wanting to run their own show, start their own business, somebody that's in the transition right now. Um, and, and they want to do something besides go out and, you know, get the typical J O B. Uh, what kind of advice would you have for him trying to break into the entrepreneurship game? Well, we kind of mentioned to it earlier, you know, looking in the charities that help, there's a lot of charities, you know, like Sentinels of Freedom is, is, is I'll say them again, because, you know, it's not that they financially, they give you a four-year life scholarship. And, uh, hmm. you know, what I give back before they even give you that scholarship, you have to be a serious veteran that wants to get out and do more and, and you know, before they invest into you. And with that, it's more than just the money. It's also the network. You know, they walked me into Ross Perot's office before he died, right? He walked me into Randall Stevenson and AT&T's office. When I moved into Dallas, there was the chief of police, the, you know, dean of Collin College, the Homeland Security director, a big slew of of people in that community. And we walk in and, you know, Mike Conklin said, hey, here's John. How are we helping him? You know, and so – your or earlier point, just ask for help, you know, find people that, that truly want to give you a hand up and uh, be vulnerable. Look, you, you have to get in that uncomfortable, you know, scenario. You have to, you know, be comfortable being uncomfortable and a little bit of that, you know, is having that vulnerability to, to get outside that box and try something right. new. I'm a logistician <laughs> who knew that, you know, with, with the shipping company, I make water. Like 
you know, that wasn't learned that that's, you know, you don't do that in boot camp or green beret school. And, <laughs> so, but I do know how to, you know, go hard, lean forward, fight hard and never quit. That, whether that's on the battlefield or in business, it's the same, you know, you as a veteran, you have the same aspects to be the CEO of AT&T. If you wanted to be the CEO of your own company, you know, it's just up to you to, to have that courage, that vulnerability to, to go out there and believe in yourself that you can do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Hey John, thanks for sharing your entrepreneurial success story. Uh, we look forward to uh, hearing the, the great success that live to give is already done and going to do in the future. And uh, you know, if we can ever do anything for you here at veteran on the move, uh, by all means, let us know. Joe, you're the best. I appreciate the invite and uh, anything you need from me, let me know. You bet. All right. These two veterans are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.